Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast that critics are calling I will come up with any excuse to not listen to it. Cool. Thanks. Probably from some of my family. <laughs> awesome. Uh, but yeah, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Not Good in title and quality. Uh, first, let's start with the checking in segment, checking in segment for the week. Um, yeah, a lot has been going on, as I'm sure you know. Have you? Uh, I keep hearing something about the Oscars, but I don't know if... I can't find that story anywhere, so it's hard to like do fact checking. You know, like where no one's covering it. <clears throat> no, it's uh, hard to get away from that story. If you haven't heard, which is I have no idea how you've not heard, but are somehow finding it out on this podcast. <laughs> but if so, that's good. You know, I'm glad to be your news source. Uh, but the Academy Awards, this also kind of, uh, I can, this can be the TV review of the Academy Awards as well. And I'll give it a not good out of good or not good, not good. Uh, the Academy Awards is always kind of tough. Um, I used to love it and I kind of dip back into it here and there throughout the years, but, um, haven't so much in the last few years, but this past Sunday was, uh, quite the big thing. The only thing I've really heard, and I could tell you, I couldn't even tell you who won except for Will Smith, uh, who actually ended up losing, I'd say for the majority of the evening. Um, and forever, maybe who knows, depending on how you look at it. But, uh, so Chris Rock is up there and he makes a joke. He's up at the podium and he makes a joke as a comedian does about, um, Jada Pinkett's hair. Now, Jada Pinkett, had, Will Smith's wife, has very short hair. And so he makes this joke saying, I'm looking forward to G.I. Jane 2. The joke being that G.I. Jane, obviously, to me more in that classic, um, she had shaved. Her head was totally shaved. And so Will Smith uh, looked like he laughed at that joke, but Jada did not find it funny. And then Will walks up on stage and... Uh, gives him a fresh one, slaps him with all five fingies, um, slaps him across his face, Chris Rock's face, and then leaves. And then from the audience says to leave his wife's name out of Chris, Chris Rock's effing mouth. Um, says it twice and has such anger that that was the most frightening thing that I think I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of horror movies. It's tough because, you know, you know him as the Fresh Prince. You know him as this great comedic guy. And I've grown up with him. And everybody gets angry. So that's that's normal. But it was that level of that followed, you know, or preceded by with the violent, the violence. Um, was just kind of, it was really tough. And it took me a while to, I was talking with somebody about this, how, we both were like, it took us the following day to really process what we were all feeling. And it's weird. I just woke up like, ah, 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 I don't know. I think it might've even put me in a weird funk all week, to be honest. It was very bizarre. Um, but they said that the ratings were up. They said like by a hundred percent or something like that. I don't know if that's the accurate can't remember, but some crazy percent, which is funny because it, though it's up, 
or maybe it's up twice as much from last year, but last year was the lowest rated Oscars, I believe. So not a huge upsell, but I was thinking about this, you know, for checking in, have I ever gotten in a fight? And I haven't really, I don't think I've ever gotten in a fist fight. I have gotten, uh, a weird thing happened where <laughs> I was in France. Is this relatable? Um, I was in France and, uh, for college traveling around and, um, was at a restaurant and this one waiter was this older eccentric guy. And, you know, he was like, doing random jokes to me throughout the night. And then, so I was like, I went up for the, I put the finger, you know how you put the finger on someone's chest and they look down and then you swipe your finger up across their face. Like, gotcha. You know, that classic. Uh, so I went to do that to this, uh, this guy, this, uh, this French, um, waiter. And he, uh, he go, he laughed and then he was like, Oh, I got one. And then he just slapped me. <laughs> um so yeah i haven't been in a fight but i uh that was i think the only time i got slapped um and then he was uh it was like so funny right and i was like yeah so funny ouch ouchie there let's go to some tv since we were just talking about tv too that's a pretty good segue and i am the king of segues um but yeah just got done with that french story yeah, it was weird I, and i was trying to like look it up like is that a french uh custom or a old classic french joke passed down to me and i don't think so <laughs> i think it was just he was like i'm gonna mess with this american kid and he did and rightfully so um anyways for tv some tv reviews atlanta started up this week so i'm stoked about that or last week rather so they did two episodes last week and i uh binged both of those and those are awesome uh cannot recommend a show more than that uh didn't watch the one that premiered last night but i'll check that out probably after recording this podcast um so i'll let you know about that next week but it's consistently bizarre funny heartwarming all these things you just totally run the uh the gambit the gauntlet of uh emotions so that was pretty cool um and then from there uh mystery science theater so they have their new season you know getting ready to ramp up pretty soon and they're on the uh um, gizmoplex which is their streaming platform and i was doing one of the i was one of the people that donated to the um kickstarter so i'm part of their backer campaign and so it's pretty cool like i don't know if if any of you listening are part of it too but it's it's a really cool thing to be a part of where they release some of the episode cuts early and then you can give notes on it like you know some of the audio mixes are a little rough so you can let them know like this this part here is not the best all that and um, then they fine-tune it and then release it then they did another version of it a couple weeks later and they keep doing that so you're kind of part of that process which is pretty pretty cool 
And so definitely like that. And then they have some specials where they've been watching classic episodes of it, like this old, um, one of the classic episodes of the original series was uh, they watched the movie Manos, The Hands of Fate. And so they re-released and did that episode um, and had another kind of watch along with it with Jonah Ray, the new host, uh, talking about it. Uh, really good. Um, I got to say that I'm glad I donated to that um, Kickstarter because it's the gift that so far just keeps on giving. And they uh, gave you or gave me 21 of the old episodes, and then they give you six of the old classic episodes, six different ones every month to watch. So that's pretty cool too. So anyways, nerd alert. Uh, also great show that's on HBO max is, uh, minx that has Jake Johnson. Um, and it's about a, uh, a woman who is trying to start a magazine, a magazine that has like this real feminist ideal and, um, real deep, sincere thought behind it and ends up getting in touch with this, uh, um, you know, adult filmmaker, I should say, or adult, uh, um, photographer. And he's making, a um, a nudie mag. Did they call him that? Um, but, uh, they decide to combine forces and kind of make a hybrid of in between that. So it's, um, yeah, so far super funny. It's great to just see Jake Johnson on anything. I, I would think he's probably definitely in my top five favorite actors right now where, you know, anything that he's on i'll watch so jake please 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 don't slap a comedian i would just be so bummed if you're if you're just going about slapping okay that's all i guess All right, from there, let's go to some entertainment news, random entertainment news stories of the week. This one I thought was interesting uh, was, so Kevin Smith is a guy who I think I've talked about a few times on the podcast. I've seen a bunch of his live shows, listened to his podcasts, of course, love his movies, um, and was definitely fascinated and followed the whole uh, Cop Out saga, where he had a movie he made, Cop Out, with Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis. And, you know, famously, Bruce Willis and Kevin Smith did not get along. And Kevin Smith talks about this on a lot of his podcasts, but on a lot of his, um, he does like a evening with and a lot of his Q&As, he'll talk about this and, you know, he won't hold back for sure. And so he spent a lot of, you know, the post making of that movie by really ripping into Bruce Willis and not letting you know, any of his behavior fly. But this just came out that, um, you know, now there's something that kind of, uh, um, you know, the plot thickens, I guess you could say. Basically, there was an announcement today that Bruce Willis is going to retire due to aphasia. So the diagnosis of aphasia. Um, and that is... Um, um, interesting because and it's something that I didn't know what that is and I'm going to look up the exact definition right now too so I don't butcher it but it's what he has and it's affecting his acting 
So let's see, aphasia. Um, so this is a language disorder caused by damage in a specific area of the brain that controls language, expression, and comprehension. So it can often leave a person unable to communicate effectively with others. So there you go. Um, and so because of that news, Kevin Smith has decided to apologize for all the stuff that he said about Bruce Willis. So he apologized on Twitter and he said that he feels like an a-hole over the comments he made more than a decade ago. And also said long before any of that cop-out stuff, I was a huge Bruce Willis fan. So this is heartbreaking to read. He loved to act and sing, and the loss of that has to be devastating for him. I feel like an a-hole for my complaints from 2010. I'm so sorry to Bruce Willis and his family. So there you go. Those are the heartwarming stories. You got the Will Smith story, and then you got the Kevin Smith story. So Smith's on opposite end of the spectrum, um, and this one's a really nice heartwarming story, which is good. Um, so there you go. And then obviously the... Um, Chris Rock, you know, that that part of it, everybody's been like, what's he going to say? What's he going to, is he going to retaliate with something? And so far he hasn't said much. He did do a comedy show recently um, and he said on that, he said, I don't have a bunch to say about what happened. And he cautioned the crowd, if you came to hear that, I have a whole show I wrote before this weekend, he said. So I'm still kind of processing what happened. But at some point, I'll talk about that. And it will be serious and funny. So there you go. He hasn't said too much about it yet. But apparently because of those ticket sales for his shows reportedly surged um, in the wake of the incident. And um, there was lines all around uh, Boston's Wilbur Theater. So... And they, he never did bad with ticket sales, too. So um, definitely got a dramatic bump up from that. Um, also on the, you know, I, I was going to not do a ton of stuff on the Will Smith story. And this one I really liked, though. So I had to do this one, which is um, that on Good Morning Britain, to promote his new movie, the rom-com adventure the lost city this is daniel radcliffe he was asked to weigh in on the incident between will smith and chris rock and he said i'm so already dramatically bored of hearing people's opinions about it i just don't want to be another opinion adding to it well there you go i couldn't agree more so i'm going to go back and delete the first part of this podcast but no that's why i'm not going to dwell on it anymore but i thought that was refreshing and uh and yeah very good and very classy of Mr. Daniel Radcliffe. All right, now we'll move on to some random news of the week. One of my favorite segments of the show here at Not Good. Um, yeah, and we'll start with Batman. I cannot stop talking about Batman. The movie The Batman, the Batman that just came out, um, and, or any of the Batman movies. But this was one of my favorite things about the whole mythology, about the comics, about everything, was the bat signal. The best way to know he's out there. Um, and there was a movie, or sorry, a TV show rather, or a YouTube show. How many times can I say a different thing? <laughs> but a YouTube channel, Hacksmith Industries, 
and uh, they've determined that the real life bat signal wouldn't work at all that well. And so um, some engineers managed to build a new version that does what it's meant to do. So their issue with it is that uh, apparently if you just put that bat over a light in the middle, it's not really going to illuminate and cast that image. So they kind of debunk that, but then show how you can build a very effective bat light. So that's pretty cool. So if you want to build your own, maybe they give you a little hug to you. So check that out. Uh, when I was a kid, I would dress up in a Batman costume that my parents made for me, my mom made for me, and I would run around the house. My dad, he had this story where he said, they'd just be watching TV and eating dinner, and all of a sudden I would just run out of my room in my bat suit, you know, my, my, uh, my mask and cowl, and I'd run around the whole house. And then I'd go back into my room, take off the mask and um, cape, and then just walk out like as if nothing had happened, <laughs> just in my normal clothes. And be like, uh, and I'd be like making small talk, like, "Yeah, anything weird happened lately?" Ah, <laughs> uh, I was always such a weird kid, still am. But yeah, that happened uh, from, yeah, from when I was eight to couple weeks ago so yeah things have changed things have changed all right i got a couple uh stories about kentucky um sometimes a bunch of stories will come out from a state during a week and this is one of such weeks so i don't know what you think of kentucky but um maybe this will illuminate your opinion and one is that a stretch of kentucky highway was closed this wednesday um, when an overturned truck spilled its load of beer bottles uh, Kentucky State Police said the single vehicle crash occurred about, well, listen, if you're driving a, a truck full of beer, are you not sampling? Hopefully not, but maybe this guy was. Um, but it occurred at 8 a.m. Wednesday in the northbound lane of Interstate 65 near Louisville. That's how you pronounce it, right? No, Louisville. Um, the, they shared... The Hardin County government shared photos showing bottles of Bud Light Platinum spilled all across the roadway. The section of northbound 65 was closed for several hours in the morning for cleanup. Now, you know how people say that there's no such thing as like a happy accident? Yeah, I think this kind of disproves that. Can you imagine just living in that area and seeing that? Mom, can you grab my duffel? And you just run out and just start filling it up. You live like a king. King of Beers, Budweiser. Um, and then another Kentucky news. A Kentucky Hotel is offering, um, <laughs> I can't believe this is real, a houseplant-loving tourists, all houseplant-loving tourists, the chance to bring them along to the world's first plant-friendly hotel experience. Visit Lex, the Convention and Visitors Bureau of Lexington, teamed up with Elwood Hotel and Suites to offer a special set of amenities to guests. So thanks to years long pandemic, the rising cost of parenthood, pets are the new babies and plants have been promoted to the new pets. Huh? Well, there you go. So the package includes greenery provided by Pemberton's greenhouse, complimentary potted succulent, botanical toiletries, 
from Kentucky soaps and such, and a tea for plants. Served in a pink mug, all guests will have the option to partake of plant-centric perks. Well, there you go. What's next, an emotional support plant? Someone walking up the plane, sitting down next to you in the plane uh, with a ficus? (laughs) Is that a a tree? Um, Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is some random news. And uh, if you're from Kentucky, you're welcome. some advice so this is the advice section of the week if you have any questions that you'd like answered please feel free to reach out at notgoodwithmat at gmail.com and we'll try to answer your question on a future episode of the podcast um i stopped there for a little bit because i was looking up my uh um, email in the email loaded so we got some questions for you um including one is Wanting to know how to announce a pregnancy to a friend battling infertility. I want to know what the most sensitive way to announce a pregnancy to a friend who's, who is infertile. Um, you got to be sensitive about this. I think that's, that's a given. So I think you should rent out one of those banners on an airplane and just fly it over the house, her house. Um, or have a plane right it in the sky. There's something subtle. Got to be subtle with it. Uh, no, you got to be super sensitive about that. Um, I wouldn't, you know, kind of flaunt it verbally around her, you know. Just be kind of nonchalant. It is what it is. It is facts. Don't hide it either because then she would, you know, would be more offended by it. But, yeah, it's just it is a fact, and um, there it is. You know what I mean? Don't make a big deal either way about it, I think. Um, but it's also, you know, don't hide it like I was saying, because it's still a very big part of your life and would be, you know, it'd be unnatural to not celebrate it. Uh, Another one, another question is wife wanted to know, or she actually said it's not her fault if she hurts her husband's feelings. Oh, so it's actually, this guy was, is writing in and he's saying that his wife doesn't believe she can offend him or hurt his feelings because she thinks he can decide whether and how to react. This is kind of true. You kind of you, you can you can kind of convince yourself to think of or react in a certain way. But um, you know, if somebody were to come up to me and say, like, hey, ugly face, how's your stupid eyes and your weird mouth doing today? You know, that I can't like totally ignore. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I can't change that. So maybe I couldn't help but feel bad if you said that to me all the time. Uh, you know who you are. Stop it. Um, but yeah, otherwise, you know, sometimes you can choose not to be offended. Sometimes there's weird uh, incidences that happen that are out of your control. Like, I remember, I might have even talked about this on the podcast, but there was, a, I was at a Target and a guy was ringing me up and, um, and I could have sworn he was like, uh, how you doing today, ma'am? And then I was like, wow. And I, you know, I have a full beard. And, 
you know, it's just kind of like, oh, well, I might have misheard that. So no big deal. And, uh, you know, when I left, I was like, all right, you know, um, have a good day. And he's like, have a good day, ma'am. <laughs> and I was like, two for two. Okay. So it's definitely, that's intentional. Um, but in my opinion, I'm like, listen, I got a beard. What much, you know, what more can I do? Um, I choose to not be offended in that situation. Not that big of a deal. Um, so yeah, there you go. Um, another person writes in, wants to, is getting a stepdaughter who's moving in. Um, and the stepdaughter has never had to do chores and she's now moving into a full-time family where everybody pitches in. So wants to know if, you know, just saying, here's your chore list. If that's too unwelcoming to a stepchild, I don't think so. I think they're going to have to learn it sooner or later. And so if you're going to be part of that sooner, go for it. Um, tell, you know, make it as difficult as possible for them. Make it count. Tell them to cut the grass using uh, scissors. Uh, no, don't be cruel. But like it, I think it's good to get them on a chores regimen. Teaches them responsibility and, uh, you know, being task oriented. I think it's, I think it's all good for sure. So final segment of the week, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special treat for you, a brand new segment that we've never done on the program. Um, this is exciting. So we have had a guest that's been on the show. He's done some of the um, bumpers, the, you know, the things at the beginning of the show that we've had on, uh, on occasion. Um, and also he's been a frequent guest, Mr. Luke Morvant. And so, you know, since he lives in California and I'm traveling so much and I'm often in Minnesota, uh, wanted to, we tried to, or we're trying to figure out a way of how we can still be a part of the show. So I was like, well, we could give you a segment on the show whenever you, whenever you want to pop in. And, you know, he's known for, I love the way he looks at certain topics. So I was like, well, how about, you know, we have you come on and just, uh, just go to town on some topics. And, and he's like, great, what should we call it? And I was like, well, your la it's Luke Morvant is his name. And so I was like, how about Morvant's Rants? Because you like to go on rants. Your last name's Morvant, Morvant, Morvant's Rants. And it seems like he's super into the idea and loves the title. So uh, without further ado, this is the inaugural episode and segment of more vance rants hello everybody out there in not good land this is your old buddy luke morvant you may remember me from a couple episodes of this podcast as the guy that 
always tries to ruin Matt's train of thought or general direction. Well, he's come up with the terrible idea of giving me my own segment. So away we go. This is your first edition of More Vance Rants. And I thought for the inaugural edition, a good rant would be about names. You see, my name isn't even pronounced Morvant. Matt. It's pronounced Morvant. In fact, the T is almost silent. I mean, it's Cajun French. Hello, Morvant. Morvant. So what are we going to do? Like, name this segment Morvant's Rants? No, that doesn't work. So anyways... More Vance rants. We're going to go with that anyways. Thanks for making me mispronounce my name. So, I mean, think about it. Names, it's ridiculous. I mean, you get so mad when somebody mispronounces your name. I mean, unless your name is John Smith or something like that. I mean, you're always going to have an issue with, you know, a teacher, somebody at the doctor's office, the dentist. Somebody's going to mispronounce your name. You know, the bailiff, the judge. Uh, I can think of some things. So, I mean, think about the position they're in. I mean, this poor guy's just got to, like, read off 100 people and Luke Morvant. It's Morvant. It's like, yeah, the bail is set at 50000 So, I mean, come on. I mean, let, let's be a little bit more considerate of other people and when they mess up our names. Or not. Don't cut them any slack. Just be a jerk. I mean, the next time somebody mispronounces your name, just go ham on it and just go, you know what? No, my name is Matt Rashavi. I'm from a long line of proud Viking stenographers in Minnesota. Uh, You can trace my lineage back to Ragnarok himself because I spat in a vial and sent it to a company I heard about. So, proof, show some respect. I mean, come on, Matt's probably got a whole bunch of stories about, let's see, Matt Rashavi, Matt Rashavel, Rishavi. I mean, how does everybody know, let's just say Matt Rishavi correctly. I mean, trust me, I looked up Ancestry.com and the first things I saw was, did you know there's thousands of Rishavis and they all live in Minnesota? I mean, and a lot of them were engineers, laborers, in fact, and a lot of the women were stenographers. So, you know, what's in a name? A lot. So, you know, what did I say? I don't know. Be nicer to people. Or not. Whatever. My rant's over. Why did we do this? Great idea, Matt. Back to you. Well, there you go. Thank you, Luke. It seemed like you really enjoyed that title. And that is the podcast for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for checking in. Again, if you have any comments or questions, please feel free to reach out at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. That is notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. Special thanks to Nalo and the Unis again for great music. Uh, We'll see you in a week. I love you. 